Welcome to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we discover our path to wealth through conversations with talented and successful women who are designing their version of a wealthy life. Teresa Leftenant is a certified financial planning professional, financial advisor, and senior vice president with Cornerstone Financial Strategies, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Teresa is author of Reinventing Her, helping women plan, pursue, and capitalize on their next chapter. Available on Amazon. The Certified Financial Board of Standards Incorporated owns CFP and Certified Financial Planner Certification Marks in the U.S., which it awards to individuals who successfully complete CFP Board's initial and ongoing certification requirements. The views expressed here reflect the views of Teresa Leftenant and her guests and may change as market or other conditions change. Actual investments or investment decisions made by Ameriprise Financial and its affiliates will not necessarily reflect the views expressed on this program. This program will provide only general information, is not intended to provide investment advice, and does not account for individual investor circumstances. Investment decisions should always be made based on on an investor's specific financial needs, objectives, goals, time horizon, and risk tolerance. Past performance does not guarantee future results, and no forecast should be considered a guarantee. Investment products, including mutual fund shares, are not insured, are not guaranteed by any financial institution, and involve investment risks, including fluctuation in value and loss of principal. Ameriprise Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Consult your tax advisor or attorney. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, and SIPC. And welcome to episode 44 of A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant, where we support women to create their own version of a wealthy life. I've been a certified financial planner and a wealth advisor for over 30 years, and professional women and their partners hire me to gain the right knowledge and confidence so they can build the financial resources that they need to pursue their passions, explore who they are express their inner talents and live their personal dreams, which is my definition of a wealthy life. So join us every week to hear my expert guests and I explore how a woman can transform seven aspects of living a wealthy life, including finances, physical health and wellness, professional and career, mental and emotional wellness, recreation and fun, relationships and contribution and legacy. I share about the inner power qualities that women can develop and the latest thoughts on building wealth and financial fitness. Now, today's guest has a unique solution for women who are pursuing success in their career and in their personal life. And she and I will talk about how Retreat to Tuscany Women's Retreats reveals the transformative power of women supporting women. But before I introduce her, You know, I talk a lot on this show about choosing change, about the possibility that the dreams that you have in your mind right now could really become a reality when you are willing to change your perspective, your thoughts, your actions, which will all ultimately change your life circumstances. Now, I wrote a book in 2014, and I described the moment in that book that I decided to change. The day that I made the decision that if my life was going to be better, be what I dreamed it could be, then it would be up to me to make it happen. And before that moment, pretty much everything in my life was a mess. My job, my relationships, my money, all going in the wrong direction. But there was this moment when I stopped being the victim, in quotes, of my poor circumstances, and I chose to start being the decider also in quotes, because I know I'm the cre- I could be the creator of better life circumstances. 
Now, my story of transformation is really not much different from a lot of other people's story. And our guest today, she has her own story of the moment when everything changed, when the pain of living in the same becomes more than the fear and discomfort of learning how to do things differently. Now, many of you may have already experienced that moment when you chose change and got on the journey of pursuing a wealthy life. And others of you may be contemplating it. That moment when you come to the realization that you can no longer expect other people or events or wishing and hoping to give you what you really say you want for your life. Choosing to change means taking new and clear action. If it is to be, it is up to me. You've heard that before. We create our lives. We create our problems and we create our happiness and success. So let's put today's discussion into some context. All right. Abraham Maslow, he's an American psychologist back in the 40s, and he's best known for creating Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And this is a theory of psychological health predicated on fulfilling innate human needs. And in a priority, start with physiological needs, and then you move up to safety needs, love and belonging, esteem, and culminating in what's called self-actualization, which is the realization of a person's potential, their self-fulfillment, and peak experiences. Now, Maslow described this highest level of needs fulfillment as, quote, the desire to accomplish everything that one can to become the most that one can be. Now, this might explain the inner yearning that most human beings seem to have, that you may have, the pursuit of knowing yourself, of reaching for becoming the best you can be, who you're meant to be. Maslow also said, quote, if you deliberately plan to be less than you are capable of being, then I warn you that you'll be deeply unhappy for the rest of your life. You will be evading your capacities, your own possibilities. Scott Jeffrey, who's the founder of CEO Sage, puts it this way in his self-actualization manifesto. Since psychologist Abraham Maslow first coined self-actualization in the 50s, a lot has changed. The work of Maslow and his colleagues are the founders of what's called the humanistic psychology, inspiring the human potential movement in the 1970s. Now, this movement later gave birth to the self-improvement and personal develop industry that we all know and love today. I really appreciate how Scott connected those dots for me from the early seekers to the current leaders. Now back to Maslow. In his book, Motivation and Personality, he said that there are those of us who are motivated to grow. He calls them self-actualizing individuals. He clearly defined self-actualizing individuals as people who are seeking a fuller knowledge of and acceptance of the person's intrinsic or fundamental nature, becoming who we are meant to be already. And also the ongoing actualization of a potential capacities and talents. So reaching those inner talents that we're already born with. And then an unceasing trend towards unity, integration, or synergy within the person and fulfilling of a mission or calling or vocation. Does this sound like what you're yearning or you're working toward? 
Well, Jeffrey also goes on to explain that self-actualization is actually incredibly rare. Statistically, less than 2% of people have reached what Maslow described. I'd like to say, I bet it's more than that. But regardless, before my guests and I talk about some of the realities of pursuing becoming the best of who we can be, I want us to be aware of what Jeff says um, are the blocks for us to actually pursuing the growth that we really desire. So here are the four blocks that I want you to know and remember, because we're going to be talking about these today and also in future episodes. So here's the four blocks that people who desire growth and are self-actualizing face. Number one, they face societal programming. Well, you know about this. Research shows that 90% of children could be classified as creative geniuses when they're young. Creativity is a key to a key component of self-actualization. But by age 15, after being in the school system, that number actually drops to only 10% still being connected to their creativity. And as they age into adulthood, it can reduce even more. Then we have cultural programming. Now, the values of a particular culture influence how we all develop as people. And most modern cultures are actually driven by image and consumerism. The cultural pressures related to these drive suppress developmental processes when we're young and tends to carry over into adulthood. And then there's the psychological trauma. Now, past trauma, mostly unrecognized, is the main reason individuals avoid actualizing their potential. Through unconscious cues from parents during childhood, most of us develop deeply rooted feelings of feeling insecure, unloved, and unworthy. Boy, that hits home for me. And finally, neurological problems. So all of the above that I've talked about combined with inadequate nutrition that influences the brain's development can lead to minor neurological issues. Our our brains operate at suboptimal levels, leading us to engage in unsupportive, compulsive behaviors. So there is some great news. There is an army of gurus in the personal development industry now, the influencers who've broken new ground since Maslow, like Brian Tracy and Tony Robbins, Jack Canfield, Oprah, Brene Brown, and there's dozens more. And then there are the heroes, and these are the students of the gurus who are passionate about their own pursuit and want to bring as many people as they can along with them. And it's my honor to introduce one of those heroes today. Teresa Callahan is an executive leadership and career coach who helps small business owners build high-performing teams. She's a featured speaker at events throughout the country and inspires her audience to break through barriers and leverage their talent by assessing their needs and turning action items into results. Teresa's an author. She wrote the book, Managing for Performance, Building Accountability for Team Success. It's a straightforward leadership blueprint that provides tools and resources for business owners and team leaders who desire to step boldly into leadership and build a high-performing team. But today, we want you to know that Teresa is also the founder of Retreat to Tuscany, a full-immersion women's retreat program that is based in Tuscany, Italy. Through group coaching, travel, and adventure, 
This unique program offers a transformational and empowering life-changing experience for women who are needing and desiring self-care, personal growth, and breakthroughs. Well, Teresa, that was a lot of context, but thank you for being patient and welcome to the show. Thank you. So you are on a self-actualizing journey and it's an inspiration to me, your clients and the women and men you take along with you. So share a little bit about the highs and lows along your journey. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, thank you. And I, when you said uh, societal programming, I just kind of, you know, I went like this, sort of closed up because the whole idea of that, right? It's um, so ingrained in us. And, and I don't know where we learn this stuff. I guess early on as children, you know, what we think, we do what we think we're supposed to do, be who we think we're supposed to be. Uh, and I see so many of us going through life, uh, you know, on that path and it's where what gets us in trouble so Mm -hmm. probably the biggest breakthroughs that i've had have been in those moments of realization that i'm not honoring who i am um when i when i think about that question highs and lows you know i'd like to think that today you know i'm living at my highest point right (laughs) i always like to hope today i've called you know but i realize the the best is always yet to be i'm always striving Mm -hmm. i'm one of those optimists and i see uh opportunity in everything moving forward um but you know not having taken the road uh, or having taken the road less traveled uh, it's opened my eyes to a lot one thing i've learned is that we all have these five second moments Hmm. in our lives when something radically and permanently changes within you and you have this instant realization that from this moment forward you are never going to be the same person that you were even five seconds ago. Wow. And I think back to a few of those moments in my life uh, as an adult that absolutely influenced not only my decision to leave the corporate world and launch mm-hmm. my own business, not knowing what in the heck I was getting myself into, and also a moment that freed me and uh, compelled me to quit using language like, someday I'm going to do this, right? And I guess as a coach, you know, the more years I've done this, I uh, launched my first business um, around 2003. So it's been 17 years or so. Um, I I hear myself using that language and I realize as a leadership and career coach, I got to go first. I got to walk the walk. And what really probably stopped me in my tracks uh, early in my career uh, doing this work was uh, when I was going through my executive career coach training, um, I was finding myself in these practice coaching exercises using language like being authentic and honoring yourself, being true to yourself. And meanwhile, Teresa, I felt like an absolute fraud. Mm -hmm. I couldn't hold the gaze in the mirror at the woman looking back at me because my marriage was falling apart. I had a son with medical issues and I had to be home more to take care of that. Mm. And it changed me. There was a moment when I collapsed to the floor of my walk-in closet and realized I have some really hard decisions that I need to make. I didn't know how I was going to do it but it changed me. And going through those kinds of experiences, of course, are so humbling. Um, 
the challenges of, of going through divorce and raising children as a single mom and running a business and all the hats that you wear is exhausting. Staying up late at night, wondering how I'm going to pay the bills and everything that went through that. And meanwhile, trying to keep up that face and that front. Oh, I'm fine. Everything's fine, right? Here in the mm -hmm. Pacific Northwest, we use that language all the time. I'm fine when on the inside, things are far from fine, right? Right. And so I think as a coach, it's kept me real. Uh, if I'm going to call my clients forward to do that work, I better as heck be able to do it myself. Well, I just so appreciate your uh, vulnerability and openness because really we all have these issues. They might not, I mean, experience, shall we say, life is the school, right? Life yeah. events is what teaches us what we need to, to know in order to uh, take the walk towards being more self-actualized, knowing who we really are inside and embracing that, loving ourselves, realizing what our talents are and um, bringing those to our work and to our relationships. Yeah. So that's why I'm so excited to talk to you today. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, we got to take a really quick break, but we're going to come right back in a moment, everyone. And Teresa and I are going to continue our conversation about this journey towards knowing ourselves and living that wealthy life. And of course, she'll be telling us about her retreat to Tuscany and how her women's programs really support women doing that. So come right back to a wealthy life for her. Are you tired of living the same relationship trauma over and over? Are you walking down the aisle with a man like your father or your narcissistic ex-husband? In the Mastering Your Beliefs one-on-one -on -one coaching program, you can overcome past habits so you can choose to be more empowered in your relationships. Mention this show for a 20% discount when you schedule a Master Your Beliefs call at MasteringYourBeliefs.com. You can have the life you want to live. Remember, Remember, that life is all about choices. To fulfill the distinctive needs of women, Teresa Lieutenant created an extraordinary pricing model designed to let you decide what's affordable. You can pay as you go for just the service you need right now or receive a reduced price when you bundle services together. Find out how you can get started by visiting reinventinghermoney.com and select Work with Teresa. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to A Wealthy Life for Her with Teresa Leftenant and my guest, Teresa Callahan. We spell our name differently, but we're both Teresa's. Uh, so Teresa is an executive leadership and career coach, but more importantly, she's founder of Retreat to Tuscany Women's Retreats. Okay, before the break, we were talking a little bit about, you know, what you've learned that brought you to the point that you are now, you haven't stopped growing, but you really are a leader and uh, someone who wants to bring women with her. But let's go back a little bit around your um, your growth. So you started working for State Farm. And yeah. of course, that's a similar uh, industry, you know, to what I, I am in. And then you started your own agency and eventually you became a consultant for leaders and their teams. So you've been through your own personal growth, both personally and professionally. Mm -hmm. And what's that all been like for you? You were starting to comment about that, but let's, let's uh, go a little deeper there. 
Oh, I believe that journey has been the hardest thing I've ever done. And it's also been the most gratifying thing right. I have ever done. Um, I, I, even though I'm not an employee per se of State Farm, they're still one of my biggest clients. And I have the privilege uh, and joy to coach executive teams, uh, leadership teams and agency teams throughout the country. Um, they're my biggest client really. And I feel like as a, as a leadership and career coach, um, I've learned and grown with my clients. Um, you know, I'm constantly challenged by wearing all of these hats. Um, but at the core of it, it's my job to call my client forward, to hold space for them to do their work. And through that process, I learn with them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's that whole walk the walk conversation that we all have to have. And I better be willing to go first. <laughs> I better be willing to do the work. And I really do believe that that's what draws a lot of my clients to me. I work with men and women throughout the country. And um, me being able to share my story and be transparent and be open. It's the messiness of the things that we go through in life that I believe attract other people to us. Right. And somewhere along the line, maybe it was one of my great coaches that taught me this, that it wasn't all my wins and successes that made people want to work with me or even spend time with me on a personal level. It was realizing the messiness of the things that I'd gone through and what I'd learned in that process to become who I am. And it really made things easier for me, I believe, when I accepted that and realized that my job is to be open and honest and transparent to help others see I, if I can do it, you can do it too. Let mm -hmm. me hold your hand and let's do this together. Um, I tell my clients all the time, you know, we're in this together. You know, if, if I commit to you and you commit to me, I'm jumping in the trenches with you and we're going to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. And so you better be ready to do the work. <laughs> I can't want it more than you want it, but right. I know what that feels like. And so as an entrepreneur, um, having raised boys as a single mom who have turned into these remarkable young men that I'm very proud of, um, doing that work has given me the courage and has given me probably the confidence to keep doing that. And uh, it's an honor. It's an honor when someone opens up their life to you. And, and I'm not, as a coach too, I, I don't compartmentalize your professional world from your personal world. You are one whole person. And so that holistic approach of honoring who you are on a personal level in everything I do, it's woven into the professional stuff. I don't believe you can be home and be one person and then go to work and be someone different. Good Lord, through this pandemic, <laughs> when, we're, when we're physically working at home, we've sure learned that, right? You are who you are. I am we who I am. We certainly have, exactly. So, you know, it, learning that and, and believing in that um, has given me the confidence and the courage to keep doing what I do. Absolutely. Well, you know, I love what you're saying because actually, you know, success is a milestone and like a calling card that people are attracted by, right? Yeah. But what you're also saying is that the the life lessons, the obstacles that you've had to go through, the pain that you have experienced is also that yeah. same milestone and calling card as well because of the work that you do. Yeah. So, you know, what I was saying in the beginning is that we can all enter a phase of change. Like we have decided we want to change uh, because maybe there's some sort of life change we go through like divorce or death or loss of a job. And we're almost forced to change, right? Because our 
our external life circumstances are different. Mm -hmm. But a life change doesn't have to be only motivated by those types of big external events. We can also be motivated by getting in touch with that inner yearning that we have to be more, to become more. And so what is that? What was that like for you? Uh, Well, I know that for me being a mom and being a role model for my boys was probably the most powerful thing I ever learned about leadership Mm -hmm. and walking the walk and being authentic. Uh, When I hear myself say to my boys, which I have since they were young, um, do whatever it takes in this life to be happy, find joy, uh, figure out what you're really good at and those things you love to do, find a way to make work out of those things. Um, I watch them becoming that. I've, mm-hmm. I've done that myself. I've heard my, you know, me say that to my clients as well. We have to make money. We have to find a trade. We have to find a way for gainful employment, you know, to live in this country and do the things, live the life we want to have. It's the system we live in. However, we are not captive by anyone but our own minds and ourself. And when you realize, when you free yourself from that internal chatter of doing what you think you're supposed to do, because that's what you were told to do, or being who you're supposed to be, because that's what you think you're supposed to be. um, When you free yourself of that dialogue, you realize that anything is possible. Mm -hmm. And I really do believe that. I really do believe we choose our mindset Uh, We choose our way, the view that we have before us. And I've made a habit of surrounding myself with others and follow those who really have that same outlook on life. And um, that's what fuels me. I think clients are drawn to me because of that piece as well, because Mm -hmm. it's a realization that uh, we're all on a place of choice. I like to say we can, we can learn to, it isn't necessarily easy, but it's a simple concept. You can learn to let go of the shoulds. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I should be this, I should do that. And you can embrace the coulds, like what could I do? What could I be? Uh, And, and I think that's, you know, really when you connect as a coach with people is when you can help people realize that, oh, I could instead of I should. So, you know, yeah. you are a really successful business owner yourself. You you coach and and advocate with other business owners for their success and their growth. Give us an example of some motivated leader that you worked with and how, you know, they ultimately had a big transformation. Mm. A um, couple of examples come to mind. One in particular is really fresh and real recent. A business mm-hmm. owner who has uh, launched his business 20 years ago, grown and scaled the business, great success. He's one of my clients in, in New York and recently had an opportunity to open a second business three years ago. So I've been coaching him for 10 years, like half of his career, right, of being a business owner. So it's been such a privilege. I've come and go uh, through his life. I've been working with his team and I watched him with such dedication and the work we did and kind of doing the old Ben Franklin, weighing out the pluses and minuses, trying to do the right thing for his community, trying to do the right thing for his team to launch the second business. But I observed him making these decisions based on what he thought he was supposed to do. And you know what? Maybe maybe there's more here that we're not seeing. As he went through three years and unfolded 
he realized he really was pulling himself away from him. He wasn't honoring his own values. He wasn't honoring the needs of his family. He wasn't doing it for the reasons that were in alignment with his personal goals. He was doing it for the reason that he thought he was the gremlin chatter we were just talking about, right? All the, I should do this, right? Yeah. So we, as I was working with him and the coaching over the past uh, probably eight months, he made a really powerful decision to let that close that second business, get back to his home base, put all of his energy back into this legacy business that he built so successfully, you know, from starting 20 years ago. And we're in the process now of rebalancing the team talent, getting back to his home base. With the pandemic, we've had to put off our event. Now it's going to be a virtual event but it's a kickoff for the new year. And what's so freeing for him and watching him is when he surrendered to this place of knowing and real, it's like you, he masks, you, you sort of mask your instinct and he didn't follow his instinct and the lessons that he's learned and he's carrying over to his team, uh, listening to the language uh, as he's surrendering, he realizes, you know, I need to trust my gut. I need to do what's best for me and my family. And I need to honor those values and belief systems. And when I go outside of that box, I'm going to get myself in trouble. Right. And so it's a lesson we can all learn from. And it's just been phenomenal and fun watching him go through that. Um, I have another client that comes to mind. She's a busy executive based in Chicago. She actually went on retreat with me last fall. And 2019, uh, she went on retreat, retreat with me. And this is a woman who's highly successful, has achieved uh, anything you could imagine in her industry. Um, and she, her heart broke wide open and emotionally was so touched by the slowing down and the pace of life that she discovered in Tuscany while we were on retreat. Through the support of these women and other things going on in her life, she came back to Chicago and she said, Teresa, I will never go back to that frantic life again. And she's in the process now of making plans for retirement or shifting into something else that honors and serves her in a really different way. And I know the pandemic and all the challenges we've had this past year certainly are playing influence on that, but it also is this heart-centered acceptance and opening that I'm not honor, I'm not living in resonance with who I am. I'm doing all these things to try to uh, please everyone else. And when you get rid of that chatter, it's like a whole new world opens up. And so to watch her have that breakthrough and go through that has been very inspiring for me. And I know it's been inspiring for other women <laughs> that that have worked really closely with her through this process. Well, thank you for sharing those examples. I related to the first one because I have had to, I've been through the journey of taking yeah. on a second business and ending up giving it up. So uh, because of my, you know, it wasn't with my core values and all the yeah. things you discussed. Yes. Okay. So now before we go to break, we have just a minute to bring up the, okay, these transformational retreats mm -hmm. in Tuscany. How were those born from your other business? Oh my goodness. So it all started at a, uh, an event. I was at a retreat, a weekend retreat uh, that was a friend of mine. It's her first event. And I was standing in the back of the room. And as she got up on the stage, she asked her audience of about 120 people a question. And she said, what's that one thing? that you hear yourself saying over and over again, someday I'm going to do this. And the minute I heard her say that, 
you know, I had a someday I'm going to do this thing came to my mind. And, you know, I, I use this language. I get teased how often I say this isn't a dress rehearsal. This is your one precious life. What are you going to do with that? Right. Right. And here I was standing at the back of the room and I heard myself say, someday I'm going to go back to Tuscany. And I had a reason and I had a deep motivation. But in that moment, I felt the tears sting my eyes and start streaming down my face. And I knew in that moment, I was going to stop using that language and stop talking about the someday I'm going to do this thing. And I went home that night. I bought a one-way ticket to Tuscany. I didn't buy a return ticket because I didn't know how long I was going to stay. I didn't know um, where I was going to stay. And you know what, Teresa? I didn't tell anyone I bought that ticket. I mm. felt so guilty that I did this crazy thing. And I was going by myself all the way to Italy. And I didn't even know where I was going to stay. <laughs> but there was something that had been calling me back there for a very, very long time. I didn't even realize um, how many reasons there were to go back until I actually got there. But uh, fast forward, here I am on a rooftop terrace and I'm looking out over the rolling hillside and the sun's setting and there are people down in the village, uh, you know, going about their day. And I see the village of Multipulciano in the distance. And then once again, the tears sting my eyes and tears start streaming down my face. And I realized that I had been the only one holding me back from living this very full life. I found forgiveness for myself. I found forgiveness for my husband, all the things we had been through. I had been there 12 years before that, or about 10 years at the time before that, mm -hmm. um, and just could never enjoy it. I think I was already mourning the loss of my marriage. And there mm -hmm. were so many things going on inside of me internally. And when I left Italy, I said to myself, I'm going to come back there. And, but it took me 10 years. It was as if I was going back to pick up these breadcrumbs that I had left. And when my heart broke open that day on the terrace, I feel it and see it now as vivid as it was five minutes ago. I knew that nothing would be the same again. And when I found the courage to start blogging about it and talking about it, I was overwhelmed by how many women were reaching out to me saying, Teresa, I've always wanted to do something like that. I've always wanted to go to Tuscany. And, you know, I thought it, it was, it surprised me on one level. And then I sat there and thought, well, of course these women, you know, are connecting and resonating with this. Right. And one woman right. said, Teresa, when are you going to go back? I'd love to go with you. And I thought to myself, you know, you're a coach. I design and facilitate retreats and events all over the country. Why not Tuscany? And when I came home after that trip and started reaching out to women who had reached out to me, I, one by one, I had conversations, hand-selected this amazing group of women who said yes, and together we birthed Retreat to Tuscany. One year later was my first group event. What a great model you are for those people listening who might also have a someday mm. in their life. And, yes. um, you know, I noticed a couple of things you said. You said when you got the courage and uh, there's just so much that actually has to go into mm -hmm. making your someday a today. Yes. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back, Teresa's going to tell us all about her retreat to Tuscany retreats. So come on back to A Wealthy Life for Her. 
Are you single and frustrated with online dating, going on blind dates, and wasting time and money hoping to meet someone in a bar? You don't have to compromise in your search for a perfect partner and settle for less than you deserve. If you are ready to fall in love, a professional matchmaker may be the best option for you. This is Sophia Andreeva, premier matchmaker, dating and relationship expert. I believe good luck is when preparedness meets opportunity. I give you the tools to be prepared to create your own luck and develop a lasting love relationship. To learn more about my matchmaking, dating, and relationship coaching, reach me online at sophisticatedmatchmaking.com and quantum.dating. That's sophisticatedmatchmaking.com and quantum.dating. In today's uncertain circumstances, talented women are challenged with common financial problems. You may be wondering, should I continue to contribute to my 401k plan? Should I sell my home? Should I stop paying down debt? There are no shortage of financial experts competing for your attention in the media. But what you read in an article may not be the best advice for your unique circumstances. Don't make costly mistakes by reaching for a quick answer to your questions. Visit ReinventingHerMoney.com where listening and answering your financial questions is what we do. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Alternative Talk 1150, online at 1150kknw.com. And welcome back. My guest today is Teresa Callahan. She's an executive leadership coach and founder of Retreat to Tuscany Women's Retreats. Before the break, we were talking about how this evolved for you, this you know, someday I'm going to go back to Tuscany became, I'm going to take some other women with me. <laughs> and then it became an, a, a, an event you do at least every year or yeah. several times a year, right? Yeah. Yes. So keep telling us. Yeah. So um, I came home after that uh, journey. I was alone on that entire journey. I had a couple of weeks that I 15 days total that I was away and no one was invited. And so part of it for me was this finding the courage to do something like this. You know, who takes their, themselves halfway around the world and immerses themselves in this little village and doesn't know anybody, <laughs> didn't know the language, right? And, and as inspiring as that was, um, it still it took a lot of courage to get 12, you know, round up 12 women to go with me on the first retreat. And one by one, the conversations that I had were, um, really unique and really special. All the women who went with me the first time were hand-selected friends or someone that I knew or was acquainted with or recommended by a good friend who they thought could really benefit from an experience like this. But what I found these women had in common was uh, they were all high-achieving women who were masterful at taking care of everyone else in their life but equally good at neglecting their own self-care, right? right? Okay, so as I designed the, the retreat, I'm a coach and I, this isn't a trip, ladies. If you wanna take a big trip, I'll hook you up with a tour guide. This is a retreat and I'm a coach, which means we're going to do some work. And so each of them had their reasons for saying yes. Each, each of them had their own unique um, goals. Um, 
And of course, it involved travel and the exquisite, you know, food and wine of Tuscany and the people and the language and the beautiful landscape. Of course, all those things came into it. But I had had moments when I was, I went, had two trips by myself. One was when I had my breakthrough and realized this is something that's bigger than me and I'm come to serve these women. What is it going to look like? I went back that fall by myself for a second uh, um, retreat with myself to pull my team together. Mm -hmm. So I hired a uh, yoga instructor. I hired a chef. I hired um, a tour guide and really built my team over there who could help immerse us into this little village. And um, one by one, um, these women had their own goals and unique vision for what would unfold. Some of them had never been to Europe before, let alone Italy, let alone in the small villages of Southern Tuscany. So it was my privilege actually to take them there, right? And one of the days was uh, that we spend on an, uh, on an organic farm with a family who took this barren land from nothing and has turned it into a world-class cooking school. And this organic farm, we learn about zero-radius living, you know, using this, what you um, curate from the land. Uh, we make handmade pasta. We pick the herbs from the garden. Um, we get a tour of the farm where they make their own cheese and they make their own wine. And it's so emotional, Teresa, to stand at a table uh, with this family and create and build a meal from uh, the materials, from the food, from their land, and then sit and share. And we realize how we overcomplicate our food and our meals and our lives and everything slows down. Mm. And what and when things slow down like that and you can hear your own thoughts, your values and your belief systems and everything bubbles to the surface. And I've seen fear of women going back to the life they left before they came here. It's amazing how it can transform you. Um, mornings on the yoga mat, you know, everyone had their beautiful leather journal and we'd have journaling prompts. Um, we would have experiences every single day. We'd hike down into the wine caves and learn about into this Etruscan tomb and learn about winemaking and the history of winemaking and why it's so important to their culture. And it changes you, your outlook on life and the things that you um, uh, are exposed to. Uh, it changes who you are, changes how you see the world. And these women have these amazing experiences every single day on these excursions, but then we come back and we have a ritual at the table where we pass the rock and you share something mm -hmm. that moved you from that day. Maybe it was a breakthrough that you had. And when you immerse yourself in these small medieval villages where you don't know the language, right? You can't read the signs. Um, it's very intimidating for a lot of people to, to put themselves in that situation, but you watch these women do it together. And I have three months of group coaching leading up to the event. So the women on Zoom get to know each other. And we talk about our inner ally. Who's that inner champion that compelled you to say yes and find the courage to invest in yourself to do something like this? And we really unfold uh, the persona of that inner ally because we want to take those women with us, right, on retreat. Um, we, taught, we do exercises that are really based on fulfillment and setting intentions as a group. What's going to make this an amazing experience for you? And I've taken four groups so far, and every single group, of course, co-creates their own intentions for what's going to make this an amazing experience. So the bonding that takes place for that three months leading up to retreat, by the time you arrive in our little village and you're greeted at the door, these women hug 
Uh, they weep. They're so happy to finally see each other in person and they get an Aperol spritz in their hand and we go out into the garden and it's like a postcard setting. And you watch how these relationships form and bond and get moved to the next level. And um, it's magical. It's, it's, it's way it's, bigger than me. It's way beyond. Right. I, I am the, um, the, the curator and I'm also the one holding space for it to happen with my assistant, Nicole, who's based in Huntington Beach. And to us, it's just fascinating to watch what unfolds when women get together who have their hearts wide open and are willing to give as well as receive all the love that they're getting and their time together. Well, this is, you know, the, I mean, boy, I tell you, I got to sign up. Uh, this is the power <laughs> of women supporting women, isn't it? It is. Um, absolutely. It's, it's, it's because we have a natural giving heart, yeah. uh, most women, and because we, you, you know, they're together with the common uh, goal of growing and yes. sharing and learning and, uh, together. So yeah. what are some of the transformations or life pivots that some of the women have experienced mm. as a result of their work with you in Tuscany? Yeah. So I, I shared the one earlier of the woman, executive woman who's right. now decided, you know, there's more to life here for me. And I've really neglected my own self-care in the process. Um, I've had a couple of those experiences where women who are very demanding and demanding roles, uh, demanding lives, uh, there's also a beautiful acceptance and transformation of letting go of guilt. Um, mm. We women are so good at this, especially women who are moms and business owners and trying to manage relationships and all those other relationships in the community and family and those kinds of things. The things that hold women back often from saying yes to themselves um, is usually the guilt associate, oh, who am I to do something like that for myself? Who am I to spend that kind of money? Who am I to take myself away from my clients and my family and, you know, all these responsibilities that I carry? And when they allow themselves to do that, the transformation is, oh my gosh, I'm a better version of myself. I can serve it with so much more impact. And I watch these women who are leaders to others. They don't even know who's watching. I had a conversation last week with a client of mine. She's been on my mailing list like for years and we've started to do some, she's CEO of her, of her company with her father and she's stepping in, he's retiring. So we're really getting her ramped up now in this role that she plays for her father's engineering company. And she said, oh yeah, I've been following, I'm going to go on that retreat. And, and I realized, you know, everyone's, people are watching what we're doing. And I tell these women, you don't realize how much you're inspiring the, the other women in your life by being here and being a part of this. And for women to walk away from um, careers that aren't serving them well, relationships that aren't working so well, or the courage to go fix a relationship or a career or something mm -hmm. that, you know, let me own this stuff, right? right? It all starts right here. And that's the leadership component. I do believe you're the leader of your own life. And I watch these women make different choices in who they give their time to, how they serve their communities and their families, um, how they live their lives. And there's something really special about living with those people and immersing ourselves in that village, watching the simple, the powerful, simple elements of daily living and 
enjoying your life, bringing joy back into your life. And that's what I've seen a lot of these women do. And it's, it's what keeps me going. It's what keeps me building. We think we're going to have four retreats in 2022, <laughs> not only because we had to pause in 2021 or 2020, but we, there's, there's, people are still um, dreaming and uh, have their eye on travel and have their eye on immersing oh. themselves somewhere, you know, and um, being a part of something that's bigger than them. And Absolutely. that's what's very unique about this whole program. You know, this is um, the absolute epitome of becoming, yeah. you know, like Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, mm-hmm. uh, who you are uh, already meant to be, who you yeah. uh who that natural person is that, as I was saying in the beginning, we have this natural person inside of us. And sometimes the external world around us kind of takes that away from us. So we got to find ourselves again. So I have, I have time for two more questions. You obviously are an excellent coach, but you obviously have studied with other coaches. And as I mentioned earlier, there's gurus and influencers out there that you've learned from that I've learned from. So who are a couple of experts who have had an influence on your work? Well, I think you mentioned Brene Brown. You know, I love all of her work on shame. And, you know, I I just stumble over myself every single day. So all of that always resonates for me. Um, I've been reading a lot of Glennon Doyle. You know, she wrote the book called Untamed. And what resonated so much about her, her as a leader to me is this whole conversation of being who you think you're supposed to be and and diminishing what's true for you and have, finding the courage to live your truth. So I love her work. Michael Singer's another one, uh, living from a place of surrender. You know, he wrote the surrender experiment. And to me, it's a lot of letting go of the stuff that bogs you down and holds you back. I'm, I've so simplified my life in so many ways. Uh, Simon Sinek, you know, start with your why. People aren't drawn to you because of what you do or how you do it. They're drawn to you because of why you do what you do. And he, to me, is, is someone who's really inspired me to be proud of my messy story, <laughs> you know, to say it out loud, because that's what people want to know. They're not alone. You know, we're, we're all right. in this together. Um, so Stephen Covey, he's another one, you know, living in the whirlwind. And, you know, in those days when you jump out of bed and you're responding to everything that goes on around you, there's no way for us to be creative and proactive in our lives right. if we live that way. And so um, really looking at some of the structures and uh, that he taught us during his years here on life. And, oh, there's so many more. But those are some definite influencers. And all my clients would tell you they're going to hear those names coming up in our conversations. <laughs> I well, I, I, I have read all of those as well. Oh, um, good. The book that I love of Glenn, of Glenn and Doyle's is, you know, she actually lost all of her money in 2008. And that whole, you know, experience and how it changed her and how she came back from that was amazingly uh, motivational for me at that time. Mm. So um, I'm going to give you the last word before we have to go to the end of our program. So what is the last word you'd like to leave about our conversation today? And obviously, please let our listeners know how they can get in touch with you. Fantastic. Well, the biggest lesson that I've learned from all of the women that I serve, especially in my retreat program, and now I would say those conversations happen with the men in my life as much as the women, is that self-care is not selfish. 
Mm. In today's world, we have to take care of ourselves first so that we can serve others and learning that balance in life. It's one of the greatest gifts that I've learned from my friends in Italy is how they enjoy their life and they take time. Uh, they take time to relax. They take time to enjoy and really knowing that this is our one precious life. Um, it's important. And so for anyone uh, searching for, uh, you know, take yourself to Tuscany. For those who are interested in the retreat program or working with me, um, I am an open book. I am so accessible. You can email me. You can reach out to me through one of my social media platforms. Call me directly. I just got a phone call today from Miguel in Florida. I've never met before, and I can't wait to meet her. And she was referred by another client. And so, um, you know, balancing life right now is a big a struggle. And especially for the entrepreneurs that I serve, um, taking care of yourself and finding ways to feel you and surrounding yourself with others. There is nothing more powerful to me, especially in my retreat program, than watching women support other women and women champion one another in a way. I love the work that you do, that you're coaching women on their money. Why is it such a dirty word, right? And we got we to gotta embrace the fact that Making resources allows us to do more for the world and and serve in really different ways as well. And so all these things tie together. And um, uh, I'd love the opportunity to talk to anybody who's interested in moving their life forward, either through a program, through coaching, or simply connecting, you know, to to someone or something else. That well, I, I can tell that you're a, a true open book and open hearted. And I really know that your retreats to Tuscany are world class level. So thank, thank you, you so much for coming on today and sharing all this with us. It's been uh, my pleasure to have you here. Thank you, Teresa. I can't wait to take you to Tuscany with all me. Right. We're have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. Next week, our guest will be Lita Green, who's the creator of Hotness. Lita, Lita speaks, entertains, and inspires audience to embrace what makes us individually hot and amazing. So don't miss out on what promises to be a truly fun and unusual conversation. So thank you, everyone, for listening and being part of our Wealthy Life for Her mission. I couldn't be more grateful to host a radio show where I get to inspire women to live a wealthy life by interviewing other women who are doing just that. So don't miss out on any of our incredibly talented guests and listen live every week on 1150kknw.com. And you can also subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Thanks to Alexis Lieutenant Gregory, composer of our theme music, Eric, my producer, my team at Cornerstone Financial Strategies, and everyone who supports me at KKNW 1150 AM. You can connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube under Teresa, spelled T-R-E-S-A, Lieutenant, and learn more about how to work with me at AmeriprizeAdvisors.com forward slash Teresa dot Lieutenant. And finally, ladies, the most important thing, remember that you deserve to live a wealthy life and to attain financial independence, which is your birthright. When you align your values and your goals and get your financial house in order, you can build and gain the confidence you need to overcome any challenge and create a wealthy life on your terms. Thank you again for being here. We'll see you next week. 
Teresa Leftenen is financial advisor and senior vice president with Cornerstone Financial Strategies, a financial advisory practice with Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. She is a certified financial planner professional and wealth advisor for professional women who aspire to a wealthy and financially independent life. Learn more at AmeriprizeAdvisors.com slash Teresa.Leftenant. AmeriprizeAdvisors.com forward slash Teresa.Leftenant. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. 